This is the Brewing Network's Brewing with Style, hosted by Jamil Zanishev and Mike Tasty McDole, along with special guest Jonathan Plise. Now, here's Jamil. Hey, howdy. Hey, my Brewing brothers and sisters. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Jamil Show, <laughs> where it's all about style. That's right. How are we looking tonight? We don't have the TV on, looks like. Oh, yeah. I, you, you, can people light? see how beautiful we are? Bevo, uh, eating away. Are you having your bacon? I really want bacon, but no, I'm having issues with uh, the live stream. It's not on yet. Okay. okay. Sorry. Wait, you're not having issues with There's your really bacon. There's nothing to though. see here. Just go away. Yeah. I'm eating a pretzel. Is it wrapped in bacon? I wish. Yeah. It's not. See? and you, that, That's the thing. You take anything, wrap it in bacon. Or and mosaic. It's, and it's better. <laughs> Yeah, add some mosaic hops, wrap it in bacon, yeah. deep fry it, yeah. put some chocolate sauce. That's, yeah, there you go. That's a winner. Yeah, well, that's the way. That's the way hops are coming becoming these days. If you got the right hop, yeah. you just make a good beer. Right. Just can't well, help it. well, I don't know about that. I don't know. It sure hides a lot of sins. It looks like to me. Well, that's true. Well, I, I think it hides sins to the people who are not, oh. you know, the yeah. beer experts yeah. that we are here. Whatever. Well, yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, we. Can, we're, I would say I'm, in the, I'm in the top, you know, ten percent, but I'm not near the one percent. Yeah, there's Hopwood. So yeah. Mitch, Mitch, Mitch can't be Mitch far. Mitch is right behind him. Like then. right there. I, 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 hey, at least at least one of the shows we'll get we'll get. Uh, yeah, we'll see if, he wants, see if he wants to join us here. Now. Right. Yeah, he probably wants to drink. I think probably. he wants to you know take switch his legs. Yeah. 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 He flew in today, and his arms are tired. His arms are tired. Yeah, I knew that was coming. Cool. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, if you like that kind of comedy, there's more of that on the other Brewing Network shows. I don't know if you've uh, heard of some of them. Yes. There is uh, Brew Strong. I listen to that with, regularly, uh, yes. With Ian Palmer. There's yeah. The Sour Hour. Great show. With uh, Jay and uh, Scott. Yeah. And there is uh, Dr. Homebrew oh, yeah. with uh, JP crew. and uh, his, uh, his his minions. Mm-hmm. And there's uh, The Session. Lots of good. And it's all free. And it's good yeah. stuff. Never never costs. I, 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 to this day, I still listen to uh, the Brewing Network shows. I don't <laughs> necessarily listen to our show because I was here at the time, so I don't really feel like I need to listen to it. But all the rest of them, that's stuff I download. And, and I'll look yeah. I'll put the session on. I get like a three-hour flight, you know. Uh, oh, they're great. If I'm driving a long distance, right? I uh, driving long distance. I just picked, you know, I take the whatever's running the random show. A lot of times it is a session, mm-hmm. and I'll like I'll be listening to some guy talk. I go like, oh, that sounds about right. Yeah, yeah, yeah cool. actually, yeah. but then I realize it's me talking. Like, oh <laughs> shit! <laughs> oh, that guy sounds really smart. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> oh, me. Yeah. I have been like surprised a few times. Like that actually made sense. I didn't think I made sense right, right, on no. the shows. <laughs> the times I have listened to myself, I'm like, eh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, wax and yeah. I, I could see, I could see, uh, you know, why people listen. That's not, that's not so bad. <laughs> that's so bad. Yeah. That isn't the crap I think it is when <laughs> yeah. I'm saying it. That's actually pretty decent. Yeah, yeah. Well, we get a lot of listeners that have uh, gone professional, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, they 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 always come up and say. Well, we all, all to you guys. I mean, we, we, that's how we got started. That's how we did it. And I'm thinking, like, well, you should throw us a little tuition fee, you know, like, right. now that you're in. Is that why there's so much crappy beer being made these days? Because they got it from <laughs> us. No, no, these are all really good breweries. Yeah. Okay. Well, they're at GABF, and they make me taste their beer, so I, I know. I mean, they're, right, yeah. right. 
No, I, I just can't I, say it because I, I know where the beer is. I'm always shocked at how good the beer is from new brewers and such that uh, start brewing. Uh, you know, and I, I <laughs> during Christmas went down, uh, took the family down to uh, the uh, Los Angeles area and uh, saw my sisters and uh, my one sister's uh, kids and all that. So my nephews and my nep- nephews and niece nice. and uh, their families. And um, it was really cool because uh, one of my nephews, he was like, you know, you're actually quite funny. <laughs> he listened to the podcast. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, just, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, just at one point, he, he yeah. doesn't brew beer, but yeah. he's, he's into craft beer. Yeah. And uh, he, yeah. he was like, yeah, I started listening to some of the shows, and you're actually kind of funny. <laughs> and he oh, was, my God. What's these? Think of the worst ones you've done. Oh, I know, I all know. The naughty shit. Oh yeah, I'm like, oh my god. Uh, yeah, that's an area. Yeah. yeah, I was embarrassed. I'm, and I, I've tell, I told my kids, I'm like, never listen to the show. That's what I tell my relatives. Right. I'm like, you don't want to listen. No. And pe- people will tell them, hey, you want to listen? Oh, yeah. haven't you listened to your yeah. dad? Yeah, and yeah. Like, I listen I'm to like, your dad no. all the time. Like, yeah, don't, don't uh, listen to no, you don't. to the shows. But and then he was like. He was like, oh, my favorite is like uh, Jay-Z's Medical Corner. <laughs> and then I'm just, I'm just like, oh, I think my face oh, turned red. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah, like, oh, oh my, God. my God. He's got me. How old is this kid? Oh, he's, you know, in his Early 20s? Mid, mid-20s, mid-20s, late 20s, I guess. Yeah. Uh, he's that's also you. my favorite segment. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, if your family doesn't know you're doing it, then it's okay. But when your family yeah. finds out you're doing it, then then it's not so not so bueno. In retrospect, we should oh, yeah, have no, they, they're like, aliases. what the heck? <laughs> right, right. But oh, but you know, we don't. Okay. You're, you're, it was it you're was really your own cool. Boss. I, am, I don't work for anybody anymore. Right. So right. What do yeah, we give a shit? Yeah. Well, uh, my my have a bad reputation. My sister's kids are. Awesome. It seemed pretty chill. Your sister's still. You mean talking about? Oh yeah, yeah. And, and the whole family's great. I mean, it's just just such a good group of people. I always, uh, I'm always impressed at how you, how smart uh, and funny and kind and generous they are. Yeah, every time I see them, I'm just like, wow, this is like a good group of uh, kids. You know, the the world's we've left the world in a much better place. When everybody oh, has that Christmas holiday get together uh, feeling you're talking about, oh, yeah, a lot right. of them end up in like you know gunshots and stuff like. That. <laughs> no, no gunshots this time, but no, uh, no gunshots. Yeah. No, they were awesome. Um, the shots. What are we drinking tonight? We are going to be drinking uh, Belgian specialties, oh. and what we've decided to do is actually kind of contrast and compare the 2008 Belgian specialty category uh, exists. Yes. The 2015 category no longer exists. It's gone. Right. They've spread it out into you know a variety of categories and so um oh, yeah. Really what happened was Gordon was at home one day and he was like, "How can I make Bevo's job harder?" Right. And then he did. And probably to the same extent beer judges, I think too. Yes. Right. So um or organizers. Of we kind of wanted to, you know, take one more shot at that and then We'll go ahead and cover, you know, the new 2015 categories eventually that everything's been broken out oh, into. But uh, this gives you a chance to kind of um, hear that pretty critical category from the 2008 style guidelines mm-hmm. under this format that we're doing now. So that's the plan. Cool. I think it sounds pretty good. Um, 
the uh, style category, the uh, uh, Belgian um, specialty from 2008. And I, I guess one one reason that they wanted to divide this up was that uh, you know it's such a uh, you know kind of a catch-all broad category where you know uh, everything's variable. It could be, and the, the only thing that was really kind of a you know a, something you could hang your hat on in there was that it had you know some fruity esters, it had some spicy phenols. And uh, you know some yeast aromatics, and, uh, and higher carbonation. You know it could be you know spices. It could be yeah. uh, you know it could be some hop aroma. It could be you know more malty or more dry. It could have been you know so many other things. Um, it, it could have been uh, you know some sort of uh, you know Brett in there or not. And now all that's been broken out. Um, the color again could have been anything from pale to dark. It could have been clear to hazy. It could have been, uh, you know, any sort of flavors. It could have been any sort of mouthfeel. It could have been any sort of overall impression. And I think, you know, when you have a category like that, it's, it's a catch-all. And, and, and in well, 2008, it did yeah. say it's a catch-all for any Belgian-style beer that doesn't fit. Um, you know, Orval, the shoe, you know, a lot of those things that, that just didn't do. Um, or if you were trying to make something new, like a, you know, Belgian stout or a Belgian yeah. IPA or, but now they've, they've broken that out. So just like they did the, did the regular specialty category, they took all the, I, you know, like anything you could do to make, put an IPA into the specialty category, they made those their own uh, categories and they took them out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's kind of, I'm sure what they did with this too. Right. Well, and you know, um, and I and I think that's the right move uh, yeah. for the new style guidelines. I think uh, you know the the question that people had is, how do I know that a beer fits in this category? Yeah. And so it had to, you know, you, you, like pornography, you, you, you kind of knew it when you tasted it. You know when you see it. Yeah, it was like uh, you know it had some you know yeah. Belgian phenolics. It had some you know Belgian character, Belgian esque character to it. And I think a lot of times people were putting um, you know just some failed contaminated beer in the category, right. and you know that didn't do any good. So um, yeah. Cool. That's why it's all been broken out. Let's do this. Let's take a short break. When we come back, uh, we'll be tasting uh, some some fine examples of the style that Bebo has gotten us. Back after this. When I order a beer, I want my server to know more about it than I do. I want someone who enjoys good beer and loves helping others enjoy it, too. I want someone who knows how to pour a perfect pint for every beer style. I want a Cicerone. The Cicerone Certification Program is creating the type of people who help you enjoy great beer. Home brewers and craft beer lovers know beer is more flavorful and complex than ever, and it takes some serious knowledge to store and serve beer right. Cicerones know beer. There are three levels in the Cicerone Program. Certified Beer Server, Certified Cicerone, and Master Cicerone. Cicerones are truly the sommeliers of beer. The best beer locations have a certified Cicerone on staff. Relaxed and unpretentious. Cicerones are tested on storing and serving beer, beer styles, flavor and tasting, the brewing process and ingredients, and pairing food with beer. Learn more about your next beer guide at Cicerone.org. Certified Cicerone, because it takes top talent to present a perfect pint. 
Your support of the Brewing Network means everything to us. We couldn't produce shows without you. And we love giving you something extra for that support, like... Brew Your Own Magazine. You already know it's a great brewing magazine full of recipes, equipment how-tos, discussions of beer styles, and brewing techniques. Whether you're new to brewing and just starting out or you're an old pro, you'll always learn something from the articles in Brew Your Own. Plus, there are amazing special issues like plans for building a Brutus 10 system, 250 classic clone recipes, and the Home Brewer's Answer Book. Brew Your Own Magazine and BYO.com are awesome resources for any brewer, whether for yourself or as a gift, when you subscribe or resubscribe from the Brewing Network homepage, you directly support programs like this. Get a great magazine and support the Brewing Network. Subscribe to Brew Your Own right from the BrewingNetwork.com. A few things happened 30 years ago. Arfanet migrated to TCPIP and the internet was born. Revenge of the Jedi was renamed Return of the Jedi and opened in theaters. Mila Kunis and Emily Blunt were born, beginning a rad fantasy in my mind. But all of that pales next to the fact that HopTech opened its doors and began blowing homebrewers right out of their mash tuns. HopTech doesn't fuck around. Real people shipping awesome shit straight to you. Their new website is fast and easy to navigate. Or just call 800-379-4677 and let badass bitch Jade and the gadget guy Roberto blow their warm load of customer service all over you. So visit the site or visit at the store in Dublin, California and support those that support you. Get your brewing on at hoptech.com Now back to Brewing with Style. Alright, we're back. We are having uh, a phantom uh, at Noel. It's a uh, 10% uh, ABV uh, Christmas themed beer. Uh, we've got uh, Ara beer, uh, which is uh, from uh, the Dole uh, Brewery, um, which is an eight uh, percent ABV beer. A blondish. Uh, the Phantom is a uh, kind of an amber. The the Dole is um, a light. Uh, Straw, golden, and we have Orval, and it's actually a, a young bottle of Orval. What do you mean, how young? What do you What do you say? It has a date or something? Or uh, well, Bevo told me it was. Oh, oh no, so. I just meant that it was. It came out of the refrigerator, and it was bottled on. <clears throat> January 21st, 2015. Hmm. It's coming on one year old. Best before January 1st. Anybody got a guess what year? Uh, 17. 17. Any other guesses? I hope it's not 16. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. 18. Uh, 18. I don't know. 20, 2020. Whoa. So it is young. Best before <laughs> yes, by that standard, January right. 2020. 
Exactly. You got, you got five years to drink that. You're busy. All right. Oh, they, well. Uh, all right. So uh, <clears throat> should we start with uh, Steve? Uh, first one I tried. Where, where's my level on here? What the hell? Um, first one I tried was the Phantom. Mm-hmm. Um, first impression was there's no head to this at all. I didn't get any head. And um, we don't go for the low hanging fruit. It's too no. bad. <laughs> um, very skunky. That's what I got from it. Um, sweet. Has a little bit of that Belgian yeast characteristic to it. Um, it's really hot in alcohol terms. The booze kind of goes, comes through really prominently. Um, I just tried a little bit of the Ara beer. Um, what's that taste, man? Kind of sticks to my mouth a bit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You mean it's like pasty or like um, stringent? Malty. Malty, like sweet malty. Like sweet malty. Uh-huh. But mm. afterwards, it kind of leaves this residue. Good aftertaste. Yeah. I haven't tried the Orval Bitterness? Yet. A lot more bitter than... <laughs> Is that than the residue? Phantom. Yeah. <laughs> Almost a little sour Orval. Not quite. Sour. Almost there. Almost sour. Hmm. You know, I get that it's like, uh, I get the low pH, but to me that doesn't quite get Doesn't equate to doesn't sour. Quite, doesn't quite get there. No, it can't. Yeah. If it gets really low, it'll taste sour. When, uh, but okay. not quite there for me. That's the only way I can explain it. Almost, almost so, sour, but not. And so how would you rank these three beers? Um, I like the, examples of the style. I don't know the style though. <laughs> Come on, man. We just explain the style. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. Uh, I, don't know. I don't know how I'd rate them to style because I don't know the style. Wasn't Even the though style just, anything? Which one it was, could you drink it was the really most broad, of? Broad, wasn't it? Yeah. Which one could you drink the most of? Which one? Orval. 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 Absolutely. Wouldn't wear on you and go turn. It's easy drinking. Yeah. Um. Doesn't seem like it's too hot in mm-hmm. alcohol. Mm-hmm. Kind of hang out with it. Unlike the Phantom, which is very boozy. Um, uh, well, and the Orval is, you know, like six and a half beer. or something. No. It's Orval. Orval is 6.9. It's not bad. I expected it to be I lower. I thought Orval was like 6.2. I thought it was lower than 6.9, yeah. I thought it used to be 6.2. I thought it was... Six even or something. I don't know. Yeah, I remember it as, but the boss is well, six it nine. does. Uh, yeah, it does. Uh, it it like does it. not taste like six nine. No, does a great mm-hmm. job of hiding okay. it. Yeah, okay. It's not near as hot. Then I go for the Arab beer uh-huh. second, just because that Phantom is kind of too boozy for me. Hmm. All right, tasty. Well. Uh, you know, a lot of times when a beer is in a specialty category, you, you have you know you have to say, well, what 
what's special about it, right? Like, why wouldn't it be in a normal uh, Golden Strong or Belgian Pale or something like that? So, in terms of like, uh, you know, fitting into the category, I think the uh, the Phantom is actually, you know, the more like it's a spi- obviously it's a spiced beer, has some spices in it. Things. It's just that it's so uh, I don't know, aged, uh, or uh, all that's left is a, a little bit of uh, I don't know, a little bit of like bitterness and a little bit of old malt character, and then the alcohol, like uh, like Steve is pointing out. Um, so I, I'd, I'd have to like you know not I, I can't I can't say I like that beer, but I, I think I've had that beer. In a better bottle, a better, a fresher bottle, and I liked it. But even then, it's a, it's it's a, you know, in terms of like drinking, I, I would have like one, you know, ten ounce pour of that rather than like a, this Orval. I could drink, you know, several uh, liters of that and uh, never get tired of it. So yeah, the Orval is really, you know, <laughs> really, you know, smooth, creamy, has an interesting fermentation character, has an interesting malt character, actually. Uh, it's everything you'd expect in that beer, and uh, so you know, in terms of any ranking, of course, I like that first. The R, I liked, I liked it. It's different. It's like a, it's like a lot of home brewed uh, Belgian beers I get, but I don't, I don't know what's special about it really. It's just, I mean, it's just like a normal uh, Belgian pale ale or something like that. Hmm. Anyway, I have that second, and then the, uh, the Phantom uh, third. Okay. Um. Would this help you, uh, Steve, if you uh, heard this off the bottle of the uh, Phantom? Um, Brewer Danny has created a very dark and entirely unique holiday seasonal beer. A rich, dark flavored brew with lots of deep roasted chocolate malt, but still fairly dry. With a hint of sourness at the core, it is very spicy with some winter spruce flavor in the bargain. See, it's a bargain. Uh, beautifully warming with an amazing, almost overwhelming depth of character. Well-balanced, bittersweet, fruity ale, which must surely be the ultimate winter warmer. That is from the beers of Wallonia. Some book or something. I don't know. Huh. Hmm. Okay. I get the fruit there. I don't know about the chocolatey. Spruce. Toasty. The so spruce. you both had uh, Orval as number one? Yeah. You both had the Aura as number two? Yeah. And you both had the Phantom as number three? Right. Ah, very interesting. Very interesting indeed. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Um, what I would say is that uh, Steve, I couldn't disagree with your descriptions more. <laughs> Any time we've been doing the show, than now. It's been a while. I think. Uh, yeah, I think the. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, do you do you get a skunky in the Phantom? Uh, I don't, but something's killed the character of the beer. Uh, yeah, but I wouldn't call it skunky. No, I would. I would say the description is fairly correct. I think it's um, 
just a little too, you know, malt heavy and, and it's a, a bit oxidized. So you get that kind of funky caramel sweetness. It just makes it seem a little flabby. But, um, uh, you know, I get the sourness and I get the, the, the roasted malt and all that stuff that they're talking about. Uh, the Orval. It does, to me, taste like a younger Orval. I mean, it's still got the hoppiness to it. You get a little bit of that, that hop character. You get a little bit of that floral in there. Yeah. Which a younger Orval will have. And then as it yeah. goes, it dries out. It becomes more more gassy, and you know, the bread uh, works on it, and uh, becomes drier and sharper, and a little more, a little more bitter in a way. Um, which is takes me to the Ara, which uh, I think um, actually I, I quite like. No, it's good beer. I mean the the dryness. There's a lot of uh, you know bread character to it. You get the Pilsner malt. And lots of phenols, too. It's got a lot of uh, Belgian character. Right. You get that, and you, you get that, uh, you know, it's, it's got quite a quite a bittering uh, character to it yeah. as well. But I like the fact that it finishes uh, ultra dry. I think it finishes the driest of all of these. Yeah, there's nothing left in that beer. Right. And, you know, it almost reminds me, in a way, of Orval as you get older bottles of Orval that have evolved and become drier and spritzier. Um, I was kind of surprised. It you know reminded me of that. Hmm. So uh, I actually uh, would would pick that one as number one. Oh. Um, and the Orval is number two, and the Phantom as number three. But I think they're all good examples of uh, you know the Belgian specialty and um, you know the way that the Ara fits in there is because. Uh, there really is no other category that uh, includes that. The Belgian pale, that'd be too bitter, you know, um, uh, you know, too dry, too, you know, um, too hoppy, too, uh, you know, okay. the bread and all that. And so, yeah. On the bread, of course. There you go. So I guess that was actually pretty easy. Uh, Steve was wrong. Uh, Tasty wasn't wrong. He saw the green bottle. He knew what that meant. Right. (laughs) Right. Right for it. I think you should close your eyes. You should get you blinders. We should get. Anybody got some blinders for a mule? (laughs) We will put them on Steve. It's been suggested that we do these tastes blind. Yes. Yeah, I was going to say, don't you have like the full face mask? I do. Right. The gimp mask with the. Yeah. I should have brought that in. Yeah. Next time. Put on the gimp mask. What if we did them blind? Like, the problem right now is, if, say we did these blind, we had this, like, you know, brown beer and a mm-hmm. couple of yellow beers. Mm-hmm. We don't, I guess, and we wouldn't know what they were. We wouldn't know that uh, it, it could possibly be Orval, right? We could, could we pick do, it out? We, uh, yeah, well, no, I, I... The show would be, like, twice as long. As I right. may, like I the, may have... Two phases. Yeah, right. Uh, you know, we're we're doing a show on uh, premium loggers. Oh, we should do that. Blind. And we could do that one blind. Nice. That'd be fun. There you go. We're going to have a special guest Sounds for that show. extra gross. <laughs> hey, uh, Mitch Steele will be joining us for that show. Yes, we would have and to. And he'll be representing Budweiser. This would require quite a lot of uh, oh, yeah, work lot, from Bevo. A lot of celery there. I'm pretty of... sure that I can handle it. How many do we have? 
At least four, maybe five. Okay, and we'd have to have uh, like numbers or something. Numbers or letters. No, no beer names. Just numbers. right. No, no, I got that. <laughs> okay, that's. <start. laughs> I'm fairly certain I can handle this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I must well, so be, I'm, I'm used to dealing. I'm used to dealing with people that can do it too. Like, that cannot handle yeah, yeah, uh, these yeah. these no, tasks no. that are more that are new tasks. You see, I've got people that can do the same task over and over again, and then when you throw them the new tasks, they're just like, like what? "What? That's totally different." Um, yeah, I've never done that before. I don't know if that's going to work out. Okay. <laughs> All right. no, I, th- I think I think we can do this. Okay, awesome. Yeah, we'll do that on the next show. Sweet. I think that's uh, that'll be good. I bet you, I will bet you that uh, Mitch will be able to pick out the Budweiser. Think so? No, oh, yeah. yeah. You don't think so? No, I think he will. I mean, I would bet. I'd have money on him for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd, I'd lean heavily. I mean, you know, that way rather than not. You may have drank more that than you ever want to. But, uh, right. One more, one more sip won't hurt him. We'll, we'll put him to the test here. <laughs> yeah. We'll say we say no, we, we should also it. make him aware of the of the choice because we heard about what beers we have available. So we should like say we well, sort of did. Here are the, yeah. Well, I think we did. I don't know. Right. So here's right. these four beers. Here's, here's the here's the multiple. Here's the well, there you go. Mix and match. Which is which? Right. right. Okay. We don't have any like uh, we'll, old we'll, Milwaukee in there. We'll plan more of this uh, uh, during the yeah. during the break. <laughs> yeah, that's right. All right. Let's take a break. When we come back, uh, we'll give you a recipe for uh, Belgian specialty right after this. First Amendment. Watch out! Do you like beer? They make beer. Watch out! Do you like friends and fun? They make friends and fun. Watch out! Do you still like to have a good time? The 21st Amendment. Watch out! The 21st Amendment in San Francisco, located at 563 2nd Street, two blocks from the building where baseball is seen and played. Try their beers in the pub or try them in the can. Featuring... Monk Made with real monk. Watch out! So why not have the best time of your life? Go to the 21A and Sean O'Sullivan will personally greet you with a can of... Monk's Blood. The 21st Amendment. Watch out! This advertisement is not in any way affiliated nor associated with the 21st Amendment Bar and Pub, nor its subsidiaries or affiliates. This telecast is not copywritten by the 21st Amendment for the private use of the Brewing Network. Any use of this telecast without Jamil Zanishev's consent is prohibited. Suck it, JP. If you haven't heard, there's a completely new brand of brewing equipment. Kettles, burners, and accessories. Trustworthy, everyday gear that helps you forge and shape outstanding beer the way you want. It's called Anvil Brewing Equipment. Hi, I'm John Palmer. You may remember me from such self-help books as How to Brew, Brewing Classic Styles, Water, and the Brew Strong Podcast. I am very pleased to announce the debut of Anvil Brewing Equipment from Blickman Engineering. I have been working closely with them these past few years to develop products that combine the best of materials, features, and price point. Each of these products has been developed, tested, and reviewed to meet these ideals and bears the Palmer Brewing Solutions stamp of approval on the packaging. Anvil Brewing Equipment, inspired by Palmer, built by Blickman, and made for you. Check out anvilbrewing.com. Anvil. Durable. Reliable. Dependable. Since the first time the Brewing Network microphones turned on, more beer was behind it. More Beer sponsors the programming on the BN because, like you, they love brewing. And like the Brewing Network, they love sharing their knowledge. 
morebeer.com isn't just a website to place your next equipment or ingredient order morebeer.com also gives you access to free beer information that will make you a better brewer go to morebeer.com and click into the learning center you'll find podcasts technical facts video tutorials and more including access to the buzz more beer social network of more than 5,000 members and some of them might even be crazier about beer than you are get over to morebeer.com today and take advantage of the buzz the forum the learning center and make sure you're signed up to receive the newest more beer catalog more beer bringing you absolutely everything for beer making Back to Jamil, Tasty, and Chicken Boy. This is Brewing with Style. All right, we're back. We're having uh, a wild old time down in the old uh, Hop Grenade. The old Hop Grenade studio. It's not that old, actually. It's, it's, is it a year old? It's, old? it's a year old. We're getting there, man. Coming up, is that February? What is it? It's more than a year old. Is, we is opened in. Uh, July. So. Right. Yeah, it's starting to smell like beer in this place. That's what happens. Yeah. So, uh, you know, uh, what also happens is once in a while, <laughs> Shit. a Shit company happens. comes out with a new product line. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, you've uh, obviously uh, know our uh, good friend, uh, John Palmer. <laughs> yes. You I know him, know, and he is a good friend. Yes. You obviously know our good friend, uh, John Blickman. As well. So they've finally gotten together and are working on a, a, a line of brewery products. They're Anvil, uh, the Blickman Anvil series, right? Anvilbrewing.com. Uh, huh. So what it is is products that are, uh, you know, a little more value-priced. Oh, I see. Um, mm-hmm. And it's stuff that John himself... Uh, has uh, inspected, used, uh, vetted. You know, it's stuff like kettles, uh, thermometers, burners, scales, all that sort of stuff. You know, good, uh, you know, everyday, strong, uh, okay. reliable, like an anvil. You know, John's uh, John's uh, into, like, a, he's into forgery, I would say. but <laughs> yeah, He's into blacksmithing. But that's how you make those S&M bracelets <laughs> that he likes to wear. He's got a forge, so oh. I, I'm imagining he's into forgery. Oh. Uh, and, and so uh, I, I think thus the name. Ah, uh, very cool, and right uh, you garage. know, a, a solid, uh, a solid line of products, solid like an anvil. And uh, the cool thing is, you can go to anvilbrewing.com. dot com. I was going to ask you how you find out about, it. and uh, you can see about the products there, and you can sign up for a newsletter. Uh, and if you do so right away, you're going to get a chance to win some Anvil Brewing products. Oh. So uh, check it out, anvilbrewing.com. Again, it's 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 gear, you know, made by Blickman, vetted by uh, yeah, Palmer, yeah, 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 and designed to uh, you know be you know solid part of your 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 brew system, uh, but uh, you know not not drain the bank account. Gotcha. So I think that's pretty Sounds cool. Sounds great. Sounds needed. Yeah, check it out. Uh, you know, uh, Palmer gives his word on it, and uh, that's good enough for me. I uh, am having trouble pulling up my recipe for <laughs> for. Do we, have, uh, do we have the analog version of that? Uh, no. That book here. No. 
Um, no. Something changed on my phone, and I do not uh, have. Uh, I do not have my. Uh, I do not seem to have my. Uh, Bevo, do we have a copy of Brewing Classic Styles? My Brewing Classic Styles, Andy. No, of course not. Why would they have that? Well, it's the number one recipe book. Is it available and in Kindle form? I could buy it. <laughs> yeah. I got them to give me a, a free version. Uh, but uh, I don't have it. No, I don't have it. I'm, I'm going to say... What am I going to say here? Um, I'm going to say... I don't have it. On my phone. It really sucks. In general, what it is is, uh, you know, Pilsner malt, and uh, you might throw a little crystal in there. Almost all, almost all Pilsner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then um, uh, hopping, Halitau, um you, you're going to sh- shoot a, a fairly high IBU. I believe it's uh, it's uh, north of, uh, like, 25. It's, you know, close to, like, 30 or something. And it's going to drop out over time. Um, at bottling, you add a, a dose of Brett. Um, uh, along with your your bottling yeast, and so initially you get more of a Belgian pale, right? And it's kind of uh, hoppy. Um, it's got a little bit of a uh, spicy floral note to it there when it's fresh, and then um, uh, over time, what happens is the uh, the Brett dries it out further, adds some interesting character. The hops will drop. Uh, various things like that uh, will occur. And, uh, you know, very nice beer. Um, and, uh, yeah, I wish I had the uh, actual recipe for you. And what sort of, uh, you said bread, but then you use a, a conventional yeast as well, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the, what's, what, uh, which one of those would be uh, better suited for, uh, well, of course, these are... Right. These beers are all over the board, so mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm. each it could vary depending on what you're trying to do. I guess. Well, and um, you know, one of the uh, the things about choosing a a Belgian strain, which I think people totally miss out on, you need to focus on what might be a um, what kind of character you're looking for. Are you looking for more phenolics? You're looking for more like banana. You're looking for more. Uh, fruitiness, are you looking for drier, you're looking for maltier, and they all have those characteristics. And I think that the first thing to decide for you is, you know, how much phenolics do I want? How yeah. much fruitiness do I want? I'm a big fan of something a little more uh, understated. Under, more benign. More, uh, yeah. 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 I, like the, I like the five... You want phenolics to be there, but not, like, in your face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like the, uh, the, the 530 yeast uh, myself. I think that that is, right. uh, you know, a fine example of... Uh, of uh, you know Belgian style without being overboard, and um, I became a big fan of it because uh, you know that's essentially the yeast that Russian River uses for their Belgians. That's right, and it's it's just a it's a great all around kind of flavor that you can work with. Yeah, it'll respond well to temperature. Mm-hmm. If you, so if you want one thing, you can set a temperature and mm-hmm. you'll get it. Mm-hmm. You'll get it. Yeah. yeah, and then. Um, <laughs> So they're saying it's just an index. It's not the actual recipes, but it's like you know, vital statistics. Right, right, right. Um, Yeah, you'd need to scroll down for that one. I think. Oh, Uh, 
Yeah, I don't know. That is bizarre. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, mm. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So, so the style guideline mentions that it, can, it could have spices. Once you add spices, right. doesn't that put make it that still keeps it into the as long as it's a Belgian beer you're adding spices to, it's not doesn't become a a spice or vegetable beer like in the other category. So, uh, so the other category, the spice would exclude Belgian style beers, I guess. Right. Um so, you know, like the uh, Phantom, you can go a little bit of spicy, you yeah. can go a little bit of that. You could have a Christmas beer. Um, let's see. Uh, ten, starting uh, gravity, 1057, 14P. Uh, finishing gravity, 1011, 2.9P. Um, 37, deg- what? 37 degrees Fahrenheit. What? What? 6% ABV, looks like. Uh, some cane sugar. Halitau. Yeah. Um, there you go. Oh, so sugar would be a common thing. Uh, yeah, I think... Uh, do you think like Orval has uh, sugar? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I do. Um, I think, you know, you want it to dry out a little bit. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Uh, fermentation started out at 66, raised to 70. Mash temp is 147? No. 152? No. 147, yeah. 147. Uh, WLP 565, or Y East uh, 3724. Hacha hops, cane sugar. Yeah, there you go. Uh, what about That That'd go in a beer like this, right? Yeah, 6.9% ABV. Saws, would that work? Well, those holler tire? Uh, yeah, I think that's that's a spicy, good choice right? as well. I mean, a, a little bit spicy, a little bit floral. I think this is the way to go. Uh-huh. You could use a, a number of hops in that in that kind of beer. And I think you know if you're doing something Christmassy like the uh, the Phantom uh, Noel, um, you know, a darker beer. I my preference on that is to do something like a Belgian Strong Dark, and then add some spices to it. And if you're going to add spices to it, go with a, a less spicy, less fruity, less phenolic yeast. Or maybe one that's fruity and not phenolic. The spices tend to be phenolic. And then, you know, add They don't your, always your pair up with in. the same thing. Yeah, right, right. And then um, I think that makes a great Belgian specialty. You know, if you're looking yeah. for like a Christmassy, yeah. um, you know, Belgian specialty. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Great style. There you go. All right. Let's do this. Let's take one more short break. And when we come back, we'll wrap up right after this. heard about White Lab's Pure Pitch Yeast. Pure Pitch is yeast grown right in its final packaging. That means yeast that has never been exposed to the environment. And White Lab's Pure Pitch Yeast for homebrewers is now available to everyone at homebrew retailers nationwide. Easy to use, perfectly sized, and ready to pitch. 
White Labs yeast, packaged using their FlexCell process, ensures the purest yeast on the market. Visit whitelabs.com to learn more about PurePitch, FlexCell technology, and how it's created. Then visit a homebrew retailer near you for your own perfectly sized package of PurePitch yeast. And you can say hello to your own little friend www.whitelabs.com Do you know the three most important rules in brewing? Sanitation, sanitation, and sanitation. And no one does it better than Five Star Chemicals. Five Star knows sanitation. You can only sanitize clean equipment. And Five Star knows how to clean, too. For craft brewers and home brewers, Five Star has what you need to keep your fermenters, serving tanks, kegs and draft lines sparkling and free of any beer-spoiling bacteria. PBW, caustic, acid cleaners, star sand, Santa Clean, lubricants and defoamers, pH stabilizers, and more. Five Star Chemicals has cleaning supplies, safety supplies, heat exchangers, pumps, hoses, and valves. And Five Star is proud to offer eco-friendly products that exceed customer expectations. If you have a cleaning problem, you need the Five Star Solution. Visit FiveStarChemicals.com or call 800-782-7019. 800-782-7019. And get the Five star treatment today there are two types of people in the world naughty and nice grog tag is letting you tell it like it is with their naughty or nice labels for the holidays grandma getting you down slap a naughty label on that four-year-old pale ale and put it under the tree did your uncle sal add you to his will well he deserves your freshest batch of ipa with a custom nice label Pick up one set of each and take 25% off your order by either entering code NAUGHTY or NICE at checkout. We all know how much beer you have to get rid of, so why not make it look good? Go find them at grogtag.com and don't forget to sign up for their newsletter to learn about the Gifting with Grogtag 12-day sale during Christmas. Grogtag. At least your beer will look good. Williams Brewing is your online resource for prompt delivery of quality home brewing supplies. Since 1979, Williams Brewing has offered the finest equipment and the freshest ingredients, backed by the best customer service in the business. Do you like to mash using efficient fly sparging, but would like an easy way to heat your strike and sparge water? Enter the new Brewer's Edge Electric Mash Water Heater, a plug-in, anywhere, precisely controlled heater for strike and sparge water. Ditch the fumes and second burner and make mashing easy. Go to williamsbrewing.com today and browse their vast selection. That's williamsbrewing.com. Orders placed by 4 p.m. Pacific time weekdays ship the same day. Brewing is easy the Williams way. Now back to Jamil, Tasty, and Blise. It's Brewing with Style. All right, we're back. We're having a grand old time down in the old hop grenade. You know, there's a party here tonight. That's right. The, Every uh, time we do a show, there's a party. Oh, you mean there's like a the, real party. The uh, BN uh, hop grenade combination holiday party. Yes. Now that the holidays are over. <laughs> They're going to have a party. Those who survived get to have a party. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. Speaking of which. 
Yeah. New live listeners, uh, next show we're going to be talking about American Premium Lager. Yes, with a special guest. Special guest, Mitch Steele. That's right. The man himself. Yes. The legend. Because we are getting ready to do oh, yeah. our what Evil 3. To town? Evil 3 brew. So you, me, Mitch, uh, we, we every year. We got year, the team put the, back together. Got I've, the bands back together. Well, and I, our, we our deal he is every year until one of us dies. Oh, shit. And then the remaining two do, do, do one more. Evil twins. Oh. That's right. Do we do one more in honor of our fallen oh, then, comrade? Then that's it. And then, then that's it. You pour one out for the guy. Never be brewed again. Gotcha. You never know if this is going to be the last year or not. And God knows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> any I one got of a us. a lot of New Year's resolutions. So I'm hoping one is to like live another year. Any <laughs> any one of us could go at any time. Any time, no doubt. That's right. Uh, hey, you hit by a bus. You know. Exactly. We're more apt to die from an accident than we are right. like natural causes. That's Well, I don't know about you, but, you know, well, speak for yourself. I'm myself with this. Lifestyle and all that. But. Right. No, no, no. Uh, but that's going to be fun. Sounds great. Yeah, I can't wait till tomorrow. We're going to do a uh, bigger volume this year, you're telling. Going to triple the batch. Triple the batch. I was worried that people would run out. It was in short supply the last time, yeah. the two times. Well, and uh, yeah, it was worse last year. You have a year. bigger distribution uh, footprint than before. True. And, but my concern was that people that line up at the brewery that day... On the release day, the day before Super Bowl, yeah. I want to make sure that they get beer, that they don't get shorted. Oh, okay. I don't want anyone ever lining up and then being show up and not getting and then not getting any. Yeah. That to me is the worst yeah. because you know you, you you queue up and you don't know if you're going to get it or not. That that would suck. Yeah. So I always want to make sure there's the, the, those people are taken care of first, always, and then. You know, what's left over can go out to distribution. So that's what I'm that's what I'm concerned about. Sounds perfect. Well, we'll see. It was quite tasty last year. Are we what changes are we making this year? We discussed a, a variety of things and I poo pooed some of them. We should call your uh the brewer there, Chris, Chris Kennedy. <laughs> said, what did you what did you put into the the grist box? It's it's in there, right? I, Chris, Chris will follow my lead. If I, you know, tell him Didn't something. Didn't he already grind the grain for tomorrow? Oh, yeah. Okay. So it's right. in there. Right. But I was telling Mitch on the way or sometimes today. We could just use a batches two and three to adjust. Right, right, right. <laughs> we could, we could well, say, I'm going to go to like a Blondie or something. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll adjust you on know, the fly. We're creative. We're, 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 we've got skills, right? Yeah, we're, yeah. this is our... We've got to make an arbitrary change. This is our... This just because is, we can't. Right, this is our third year. Yes. Yeah, so and it should never be the same beer twice. <laughs> exactly. Why would you? Yeah, I don't know. Well, you can't make the same beer twice. So why, like I'm saying, making a goal not to? True, yeah, true. Because, I mean, you know... The hops are always hops different change every year. and the right. malt change. I mean, we use the same hops, but, you know, yeah. it's agriculture. Cop, crop, yeah, it, like, yeah. it changes every yeah, year. Exactly. Yeah, So, no. That's yeah. the problem that breweries have, make, you know, on continuously running beers. Well, next on year... annuals, what the hell? Next year might be completely different. I may not be able to get the hops next year. Oh. Although Mitch was able to get them for me last year. Well, that guy's got uh, power for sure. He's got the connections. Yeah. I don't have nearly the connections. My connections is I'm connected to Mitch. Huh? Huh? That's yeah. a connection for you right there. That's what matters. So you know. <laughs> That's right. Especially at hops. As they come, become more and shorter and shorter, and mm-hmm. uh, 
These contracts that guys like Mitch have that you don't, right? <laughs> Those are important. There you go. Yeah. Well, then uh, we are going to share a distributor in uh, Massachusetts. We're, we're actually signing up with the same uh, distributor that Stone uses out oh, there. I'll be darned. Saint will have the same craft brand manager. What? So when we send beers out, they can rep them to both, uh, you know, uh, Stone and Heretic customers. Lucky people. They're both good beers. Mitch and I will go out to the to Boston and do some uh, events. Huh? I'll put him that. on the spot next show. Well, he's kind of busy. He's like he's opening up breweries in... Uh Berlin and Richmond, uh, mm-hmm. Virginia or something. I'm surprised they haven't done an Asian brewery. Don't say never with those guys. Oh, yeah. That's where they should be headed. Yeah. I mean, if they really wanted to be, you know, heretical, they go heretical. open one like in uh, Saudi Arabia or something. Yeah. Afghanistan. <laughs> it's not legal there. <laughs> hey. I mean, it's immoral to drink it. Something. Immoral. <laughs> yes. I guess it would be immoral to drink. Yeah, and there's no drunk chicks there. <laughs> well, there could be. No. You put a stone Not brewery. Allowed. You put a stone brewery out there. Yeah, I bet you, you see some drunk chicks. Huh? Huh? Maybe we can solve this Mindy's crisis. Kind of swaying under the burka. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they've been having them some stone. <laughs> Couple of ruinations slipped yeah. under the burka, huh? Exactly. Because they got that massive. They could be drinking behind that thing. You don't even know what's going on. Steve seems a little, a little concerned about the tackle. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Here. Keep it rolling. Yeah, they, they he wants to cut it off. And say, we can edit this out, right? Yeah. No. I. I, I hey, I'm not saying uh, they have to. I'm just saying, you know, a hand comes out from under the burka. You give them a stone ruination. A uh, couple of them. Yeah, you up for a good time. Oh. You're rocking. No, yeah. Right. Right. Who knows? There you go. Well, another fine show, another fine mess, Ollie. Yeah. Well, I see we got a whole bottle of Orval left here, and uh, yes, and a bottle of the Aura. Yeah. And nobody wants a bottle of the Phantom. We only had one, anyways. There you go. Big one, though. It was a big one. All right. We're going to get these cool BN shirts that everybody's wearing around here. I never get any of the BN stuff. No? No. I'm, right. I'm like... Well, just go to the There you go. Click on store. Right. You'll find a bunch of fine shirts there. That's where I could get my stuff. Place an order. Get the get the SKU numbers. Uh-huh. Send them to Bevo. She'll send you the shirts. <laughs> well, there you go. That's exactly yeah. what you should do. Ah. Uh, see, you don't see me buying this shit. Ah, uh, you know, it's just it just ends up being uh, you know too much work <laughs> for me. Anyway. Dress free. Well, and then uh, no, I, I, I wear them proudly, by the way. Well, and I'll tell you what, you do. As a listener, if you buy that stuff, it goes to the bottom line of the brewery network and yeah. it helps keep shows like this on the air. So keep after it. Get yourself some goodies at thebrewingnetwork.com/store. Until then, everybody, brew strong and often. <laughs> <laughs>